during this, uh, during all the frisk, um, she pulled off. Verb. Yeah. <laughs> she pulled off his toupee. Okay. Um, toupees so, in the hot tub. Toupees in the hot tub. We've got a, we have a flota. <laughs> yeah. A flota. So welcome right. to the Walk of Shame. The Walk of Shame radio podcast. All right. So is your is yours on? Yes. It is it? on. That's on. We're already on. I've been oh. I've been recording the whole time. Oh. Oh. So see, it's a good intro. Go in a good intro. Welcome back to the Walk of Shame radio podcast. I'm Tony Dufresne, Doctor Tony Dufresne, your host, relationship expert, and millennial mentor. And Mariah, our millennial chick, voice of millennial chick is back. Hey, Mariah. Hey, how are you? How's it going? I'm great. How are you? Good, good. Tell Chris we've had huge response from last week. Oh, he will be and, so happy uh, to hear that. <laughs> and basically, they want him as a regular. Oh, and perfect. So, actually, not Just really. Just quit pharmacy. Not really. See you later. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, this is where the money is, clearly. Obviously. As, as you can tell by our luxurious uh, studio here. <laughs> and then this week... It's going to be fun because uh, we have with us a very special guest. She's actually executive director of Singleton Moms, which is the charity that both Mariah and I have sat on the board. Uh, it's Jody Barons. Hi, Jody. Hi. How's it going? Good. Good. Okay. So the, the the reason why we wanted to bring Joni on was two reasons to talk about the charity thing and um and how cool the volunteering part is in regards to meeting people and and it's a great way to meet somebody with your you know similar stuff, but also your the job you had before that, which was what I worked for a dating service, a dating service, mm-hmm. and uh, you were the best part about it's the dating service that you worked for is the what your role was and not the role of the what did you do you did um videographer and stuff i did event planning but and then yeah the fun was in member services advisor member services advisor so what we're going to do today is we're going to talk a couple stories about her experience as the member services advisor Advisor, of course you did advise Advise. instead of provide (laughs) and uh and just some of the batshit crazy stuff that went on uh, from people that have, can we say, a, a small level of reality going on with them as they come in and ask you to hook them up with tens, and yes. they're scraping a two and a half. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, and then we're, we want to talk about speed dating after that because both of you guys have experience in that. Oh yes. yes, yeah. So, so go ahead and start off with the dating. Uh, your member services advisor. There's a couple stories, but can you start off with the one, probably the one about the guy, the guys coming in in more than one circumstance and uh, wanting and thinking that they have way more shit to give than they do. Yeah. The expectation levels can be um, <laughs> heavily inflated. And, um, <laughs> Shall we say unrealistic? I mean, is un- that an easy or, or very you know, unrealistic mm-hmm. and, um, I think that what was interesting to me is that, you, yeah, they would come in, they'd be there for a while, a few months, and then all of a sudden they'd come to me, member services advisor, which is just AKA, you know, they're not getting what they had hoped for out of the the membership. They're not happy. No. Yeah. And, and so I go and I pull my report of who they've been selecting and who's mm-hmm. been saying no to them. And I'm realizing, okay, well, this is they're completely out of your league, you know, and, um, and, and, not, and not just looks, right? No, not I mean, just that they're, they're beautiful girls, but they're, they have, you know, their, their brain, their cortex is properly functioning. 
Yeah. Uh, they have a decent job. I mean, they're just, it's just a, it, it is an out of the league situation all around. It is. And, and also when you have videos involved too, then all of a sudden you are getting a little bit of that person's personality. And if they are socially awkward, that's not helping the situation either. And <laughs> so, <probably> not. <laughs> yeah. So if you have somebody who, um, maybe has a very big ego yet is, and, and probably does very well for themselves, um, financially, but they're socially awkward. They maybe, um, are not Prince Charming on a look standpoint. And Although that's really not the big thing with you guys, right? I mean, not so much. I mean, for us, it is sadly, it's not the same thing, but there's, there's ways that we can compensate for sure. And you know, the guy can, Rolling. I mean, I'm not talking troll situation, but the guy can put himself together pretty well and no. and uh, have his have his shit together. And, and he could be, yeah, exactly. Right. Correct character. Maybe not being socially awkward. Right. Ah, so so that's really that what it comes down helping. to, yeah. right? Right. <laughs> you think? <laughs> just a, just a bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, height has a lot to do with it sometimes. Really? I felt like um, the men who were shorter tended not to do as well and so even with the short girls though i mean even if there's a like a disparity like a two inch or three inch disparity the still tall men never really went without finding dates interesting and tall meaning how tall i mean right around the six foot okay or taller those huh. ones would go pretty yeah quickly. that's and that's pretty that's pretty common knowledge yeah. in regards to the height yeah. thing being a big thing yeah mm-hmm. Certain men coming in and, you know, on their profile form when it says to what are you looking for rather than saying, you know, an intelligent, good looking woman. I had somebody who actually said a C cup or better. <laughs> okay. So, again, a woman reads that. I don't care if you are C cup or better. Doesn't You're- honesty count for anything? Not in that way. <laughs> no, that's a little too honest. Ah, yeah. okay. A little too honest. Yeah, hence the social awkward part. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> we're not saying anything on our end, you know right? What I mean? uh, yeah, so. yeah, clearly. We're trying to yes. make sure size doesn't matter and be uh, really PC yes, about yes, that. Yeah, lion, yeah, lion bastards. Yeah, but, you know, yeah, <laughs> and scene. <laughs> so he would come in and he would put that stuff, or somebody would put that stuff yeah, in there. I mean, and it, did they not have any coaching when they were first filling out those things? I mean, was that well? That was also part of my my job was that if somebody felt they needed the help, then. Um, then I would sit down and I would kind of help them, you know, thesaurus their way through <laughs> their, their profile, but personal um, pronouns, but also men who have certain expectations of what they believe they deserve. They're not asking for that kind of help because they got it all figured out. And uh-huh. so it's more about seeing that come in and then me looking at it and going, oh. <laughs> I'm going to have to have a talk with this gentleman and already knowing that the defense defensiveness is going to go up. But that brings up a really good point in terms of now you have to communicate from a woman's perspective to a guy and you have to massage things in that situation. How did you find an effective way to do that? Um, for me, I actually think I'd be way better at the job now, but, um, (laughs) I was really young. I was like 23, 24 years old. So it was hard when you had people who were much older than you and, you know, had, um, big personalities. And, um, so yes, it was, it was hard and you really did have to, I have to admit, I would have to take a more meek, demure kind of way about it. Like maybe this isn't the most appropriate way Mm -hmm. to go about this, you know, and, and, um, 
And the ones who were really would push back, it would eventually be like, uh, no management won't allow this to be out there. You know what I mean? Uh, that okay. kind of a thing. But yeah, the, the ones that were really felt really secure, but you knew on the inside were probably very mm-hmm. insecure. They were the ones that didn't come and didn't want the help or didn't want the opinions. Uh, but they would call and scream and yell and complain that they weren't getting the results they And you they would feel those calls. Absolutely. You're the one who had to. Now, when you got a call like that from somebody like that, well, what was what was the issue were and how did you how did you handle it? The issues were usually that, you know, I've wasted my money because I'm selecting all of these women and they're all saying no. So basically the fault was on us, you know, it was well, somehow, clearly. Yeah, yeah. It was somehow Obviously. our fault. Obviously, yeah. And pretty much how I would handle it was I'm sorry that you feel that way. If you would like, I have a service where you can come in and we can sit down and take a look at your selections. I'd be happy to um look at the look in the library for you and perhaps find some people that I think would be Rut roll. Yeah. <laughs> And that's where that the troubles began. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, this is where the troubles began, right? Because yeah. if they came in and, and they saw the gallery, uh, the cavalcade of stars that you put out for them, I, I, did they just flip out? Some. Yeah. Some would. Some became... Some were really nice. And unfortunately, I had to start seeing them on a more regular basis. And what would really stink is that even the selections that I would make for them would still not turn out. So, ouch. You know, because it is, it wasn't like, it wasn't rigged. So it wasn't like I could call these ladies and be like, will you please go out with, you know. You didn't have a ringer out there that would take anybody? Yeah, no. Even for an extra 20 or 30 a month? really, no. It wasn't, (laughs) it was was truly a very (laughs) honest process. And yeah, it was, it was very, very hard, but I did have success stories too. So well, I, I mean, people are actually, they actually got married. Wow. Really? Me, so that is very cool. Well, did, that's good. Did you ever have one that you had that you thought wasn't going to work and for some reason it did or something that kind of surprised you? A couple of them did. I remember I had this one woman, um, her name was Joyce and she had been with us for a while. She had been married for quite a while and got divorced. It was very shocking and sudden to her. And she was with us for like a year and I was working with her the whole time. And she was having that problem. No, none of the men were wanting, none of the men, her age were wanting to date her. And, and she was and in her mid fifties, okay. you know, All right. and it was really a problem. And so after that year, she's like, I give up. I'm just not going to do this anymore. And I said, just let's give it six more months. Like, let's just do that. And I, and I promise, you know, set you free kind of a thing. And I think two months into it, Bob came through the door and Joyce and Bob and Joyce and and, um, Bob, you know, and so that was really, that was good. You know, she Mm. found, she found someone, but there were other ones, other men that I just knew would never, they were, they were just going to be single forever. Why did, and why did you think that, that that it was just, it was red flags about, um, especially if you're over a certain age and you've never been married and you've never had children and, and yeah. it throws up, it's you, a red flag issue. You know, my clients talk about that. Mm-hmm. I mean, 18 to, you know, 33 or four or something, they're out there and they're looking. And if they have, if a guy's even in his thirties now, uh, and maybe even mid thirties and he hasn't had a long term relationship or, and have been married. Some some of the girls are like, oh, that's that might not be good. Yeah, and there was even a couple of like I can think of a couple of really good looking guys who were very successful, and then again they would open their mouth, and <laughs> it was just like now I. If think, there was only a way that we didn't have to do that, right? Yeah. No talking. No. 
no, they, no, no talking. Or they're and they're just really like so egocentric. They're looking for a woman who's going to continue to feed that ego and tell them how they clearly think they're so wonderful right. that they're looking for somebody to tell them on a regular basis how awesome and wonderful they are, and they just lose interest if a woman doesn't doesn't do that because they're not willing to reciprocate and tell her how great she is because they really think that she should feel pretty honored to be with them. Well, clearly. Oh boy. And, and you can tell by their track record of multiple women, multiple relationships. Yes. Yes. Mm. For not very significant amounts of time, Uh you know, short periods of time. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a crazy world. Did you ever have a situation where the, where the, a girl came in and she was just way off the mark for some particular reason? Interesting thing about dating services is that they are very one-sided a little bit. So especially women over the end of the age of 30 would get complimentary memberships if they were, if they looked a certain way. Oh, so it's like a club in Vegas. You get in for free. Yeah. yeah it's like a okay. Club in Vegas. So uh-huh. in a way it would then, then the, the price point of the true membership um, sometimes would dissuade those who did not fall within those parameters to get a free membership from, ah. from joining to say that we didn't have, have women who were there who would have a difficult time, you know, finding somebody. Yeah, there would, but I was meeting with my client base was mostly men, mostly the guys. Yeah. And the, and the, uh, one of the funniest stories that you've told me in the past was the, the old dude with the, uh, with oh, a rug. Yes. Yes. <laughs> a gentleman that must had to meet with me immediately. It was so important that he get in that day to talk to me. Because as he gets there, it was he had his first date with a woman the night before. And I knew who this woman was. So this and she was a very sophisticated lady who um Really seemed like that this whole thing seemed like a interesting scenario. So apparently after dinner, they went back to um, his place to go into the hot tub. Okay. Oh boy. Always yeah. a good move after mm-hmm. dinner. And um, <laughs> apparently things got frisky. And uh, boy, that's the perfect word for that, isn't <laughs> <yeah>. it? <laughs> and so his dilemma in all of this. Dying was that during this, uh, during all the frisk, um, she pulled off. Verb. Yeah, <laughs> she pulled off his toupee. Okay. Toupees so, in the hot tub. Toupees in the hot tub. We've got a. We have a flota. Yeah, a flota. So his dilemma was if she said yes to a second date. Should he wear the toupee or not? <laughs> not to, to toupee or not toupee? <laughs> that, that is the question. That is a big question. That is the question. That was the dilemma that he had? That was his dilemma. The reason why he needed to get in with me immediately really? to discuss this. And, and your soothsayer wisdom? Well, after I got off that, <laughs> the shock, I'm sure, and like thinking I can never unhear what I just heard. <laughs> Is it because I, the toupee looks so good you just didn't tell or was it just was it just the fact that um I'm kidding. It's probably you probably spotted it a mile away. Did, oh, you, did yeah, you not? Absolutely. Like absolutely. like we all can. Yeah. yeah. I, really I ended up, I had I was very stumped. I really didn't know what to say. So I just said, "Well, she obviously knows you wear one 
now. So <laughs> if you decided you didn't want to, I don't think that'd be a problem. I said, where are you comfortable? Is what I said. Are you more comfortable with the to pay on or, or, or not? So just do that. A good lesson then, in empowering your clients. Yes. Right. I like Make that. Your own yeah, you're right. And then keep your stories to yourself. <laughs> oh you my Lord. All I know is that frisk first time used on this show as a verb and all that and all that hot tub nonsense. I just, wow. Well, that's uh, so if you had, because like, like we've talked about before, the demographic of, of our show is typically the younger girls, uh, you know, 18 to 30 something or other. It, do you have a particular, if they do decide to go into a dating service, and I'm talking now what's like Match or eHarmony, or, which I know a lot of girls who are doing oh, yeah. both of those uh, when they get tired of the whole Tinder and the, and the Bumble and all that kind of stuff. Do you have any particular tidbits of uh, wisdom for them as they? I don't know. I think it's got to be really hard, you know, and I think that... Um, I don't know. I go straight to the safety, you know, just being <laughs> yes. safe and making sure that if you're going to go and meet somebody for the first time, you really have got to have like a friend in the wing. You know, you know yes. that's a great, that's a great point because, you know, my daughter's, well, she's married now, but when she was starting to date as a, as a single dad, I always stress that to be the number one thing mm-hmm. is if you're going to go out and do that, be in public, go to a Starbucks. Yeah. Or whatever. That's that's an important or thing. Seriously, of offer your girlfriend say, "Hey, sit on the other side of the restaurant. I'll pay for your dinner." But like, you know right. what I mean? Yeah, Just be present. Yeah, be present. And if I get up and like excuse myself to go to the ladies' room, please follow me in there so we can figure out an exit. Strategy. I was going to say if I if I if I pull my right ear, then immediately call me so I can pretend there's an emergency. Right. Get and out. get the hell out. Yeah, yeah. Screeching tires. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Because yeah. I feel like, yeah, it's it's just it's a scary world out there, and yeah, there's some, there's some strange ones. Yeah, did you ever have? Uh, did you ever do any of those e harmonies or the? I didn't. I have a lot of friends who have, mm-hmm. and I actually have friends that have gotten married through those. Really? Yes. Wow. But I was thinking about that today, and I've never dated anybody that wasn't either my friend first or introduced to me through a friend because uh, I've always panicked about that. But I would get stuck with some psychopath who I wouldn't really know and I would end up diced up in the back of a trunk. Mm-hmm. So that has literally been something that I have played through in my mind. And so whenever I've met people at bars or anything, even if they're nice, see ya. Isn't that weird? Because from a guy's standpoint, we, n- and I mean never, obviously think about that stuff like ever, ever. And when we go up and we introduce ourselves to somebody at a bar or if we're doing match or whatever the case, we will never assume that they think we are a serial killer. Right. Never. I mean, it doesn't even cross our mind. We're just who we are and we're bouncing because, you know, 98% of people out there are okay. They're not psychopathic nut jobs. So we never think about that in going into it, but maybe that's a good idea to at least consider the fact that you guys come in a little guarded for in, sure in that safety aspect. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. don't take it personally. I mean, half the time we'll think that the person's attractive or interesting too, but there's this element of, uh, so is there anything that the guys can do to alleviate and make it more comfortable 
I would say one, don't joke about being a serial killer either. Because <laughs> no. I had somebody do that before on a date. Oh, God. Way back when on a first Definite date. Uh, okay, no, okay. No. Really? Really. Like Holy he, crap. Yeah. Like I wouldn't let him pick me up. And so I said, I'll meet you at the restaurant. So when we sat down like over dinner and stuff like that, he's like, well, why didn't you let me pick you up? And I said, well, because it's our first date. You know, I'll just see how this, this goes. He's like, well, it's not like I'm a serial killer who's going to take you out to the desert. And I was oh, like, oh boy. Well, this is a great way to start it. You know, so again, uh, it's, 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 being, it's called me, witty it banter, not, Jody. Well, yeah. <laughs> what's, what's, <laughs> I, don't, I don't see anything wrong with it. witty banter <laughs> back so and forth, you know? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right. yeah. That, was, is that the C cup guy? Is no, that the same no. guy? Okay, oh, good. Just just wondering because that only. falls right into place. So I wanted to roll into from that roll into the speed dating thing because first of all, I know because I've been around a long time. Uh, I didn't think that that was even around anymore. But you, we were talking before we got on mic, and Mariah used to work for a speed dating company, right? Yes. And then Jody, you said if you were to do anything right now, you would like start up a company. Yeah. What's so What's so cool about speed dating? Well, I think it's what is cool about it is that you have the opportunity to quickly meet a big group of people, but you're not stuck. So normally if you go to a bar and you get stuck next to some creepy guy that does not know how to shut up and is not taking the hint that you're not interested, your night's kind of wrecked or you have to be thinking about how you're going to kind of escape. But if you're at a speed dating place, you know you only have two or three minutes to talk to this one person. And if it's tragic, the bell's coming. And if it's not, you can find them at the end of the night because they'll be at the bar after and kind of mix and mingling. So it's kind of the best of both worlds because you it's like going to Costco. You sample all of this great food. Uh, do you keep your right? do, you, do you keep your cart the size of a semi in the middle of the fucking uh, lane so everybody can't yes. get around you as you're eating <laughs> eating your little fucking rice cake? As you can tell, absolutely not a fan. I know, not a fan. I can and, tell, and I will never, and I mean never, go to Costco on a weekend because that is like death and dismemberment. Speaking of psycho, Tony is passionate psycho, about this. Good God, wow. very passionate uh. about. How he hates so you bring Costco up, samples. Uh, oh, oh, but I but I go I go Costco and I go guy I go guy beeline I go zip 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 and I take care of it and I go like on Monday at like ten. Uh, yeah, I don't want to get off on the smart. Costco thing, but I'm just saying uh, that's probably just as a side note. Yeah, just as now, a, now we know where to find you Mondays at ten. Yeah, yeah, and and where to not find me on the weekends. Correct. Yeah, exactly. And then so Jody, you said that you would start up a speed dating thing. What what are your observations on I mean cuz you said you like watching the I process. I love watching the process. It's so fascinating to me, which I don't know what that says about me. <laughs> but um I do think that from the concept of when we are first meeting somebody, we're always putting our best foot forward, right? right? And so what does that look like? And so when you sit up at a bar and you overlook, you know, 30 singles, you know, 15 pairs there and just seeing the body language and how somebody is, um, putting their best foot forward every two to three minutes <laughs> with a different- so, so they just, they just ramp up again as they start they with, 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 yeah. with a new person. Yeah, it's like the bell goes off and then they, you know, they, they move. Turn around. it right back on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like Pavlovian. Yes. You know, so. And it's, and, and it's interesting too, because by body language, you can tell who's into each other, you know? Who's oh, yes. leaning into the conversation as they're talking? Who's like slumped back? And this and is going, after two minutes? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That just doesn't seem like enough time. But don't they say that you usually make your judgment on a person pretty quickly when yeah, you first but that, meet them? Yes, but 
that's a yes, but you okay. do, but it, but that's not based upon any level of depth that that's based upon sure. a lot of it having to do with like subconscious attraction. Yeah. And a lot of times that's not a good thing. Yeah, it's probably, you true. know, so that's I mean, you know, true. if you, and if you're physically attracted, duh. Right. I mean, that's a pretty, you can tell in two seconds if that's the case. Right. But then it has to be, I just, I just always wondered if it was just enough time for people to. Well, I think Mariah made a good point that afterwards, because usually these are held at bars. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and so afterwards, if somebody's people have had good experiences, they usually stick around for a drink or two and get right. to talk to that person. Is there ever a situation where there's one person that's really into another person and then the other person that's not, and then they, yes. they trap them at the bar afterwards? I can't, because I've been in that situation where I get, and not from a speed dating thing, but I've just gotten introduced to somebody. And, uh, you know, the time goes on and the night goes on. I'm like, I can't shake this girl. Mm-hmm. I'd have, I have, I have no I interest. It probably happens at every speed dating. All right. the time. Right. So and ha- it's usually the guys. Oh, is it? Who think they've totally nailed the situation ah. and the girls that are just beside <laughs> themselves and you can see it in their face. Like somebody, please save me. Oh God. From this oh, really? so they're pulling on their ear. Yes. For <laughs> anyone who will listen, pay attention. Yes. I love that you, you call that the look, the, the, the girl look that 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 kind of that wide eye during the headlights yeah, thing yeah. over his shoulder to anybody who's over there. Like, please, God, come over here. We recognize it a mile pretend away. Like you're, yeah, it's like girl yeah. code. It is girl code. It's yeah, total girl code. Yeah. yeah, and it's and it should be recognized. You gotta you gotta throw a preserver. Yeah. To her. Yes. Get her the hell out of there. I mean, it's so. like, oh, I think I see somebody I went to grade school with. So nice talking yeah, to you. Is that, is, that, is that your shuffle off yeah. to Buffalo? <laughs> Get me out. I suppose that's a nice way to do it. Yeah. You know, you're not going to say, you know, you irritate the hell out of me. I'm, I'm out of yeah, here. Right. No, it's never going to happen ever. Like, <laughs> never. Um, I have a great tiny side nugget about that. Oh, and that do. is that before I was the Boston. Point hostess for the point, the point uh, and hostess. that was air quotes along with a point for those of you yes. who can't see. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> um, dating service titles. That oh, you that is the actual hilarious. title. The point, of hostess, course, it is whatever that means. But before I did that, I actually went to a speed dating gig as a contestant. I don't know. Am I a contestant in speed dating? As I don't a know. Contestant it's like a game, in, yeah, right? Okay, sure. And the very first guy that I I had the unfortunate experience of talking to was this super awkward, nerdy guy who talked to me for three solid minutes about the gridlock traffic on the Mass Pike in Boston. Okay. Fast forward four years, and I've moved to Scottsdale, Arizona, and I go to Social Media Club of Phoenix for my job. And he's there. Shut Because up. he has moved... <laughs> To Scottsdale, Arizona, and I just pretend like I don't know him, and he obviously doesn't recognize me. Oh, he does not. But he finds out, Uh because in the beginning we all introduce ourselves, where are you from, and all Mm. that jazz, that I am also from Boston, and the very first thing he does is come right over and tell me about the goddamn traffic again. Oh, Oh, no. This is his thing. And I just went, oh. Well, that's his shtick. Get it's me his, out. It's his go-to three minutes. <laughs> oh, and it's so bad. And I'm surprised that doesn't work. Because don't don't chicks just dig guys talking about bad traffic? Totally. I mean, you we know. Care deeply. Or technology. Oh. oh. It's go on and oh. on and on about technology. <sighs> <laughs> it's just so isn't, exhausting. Isn't the... Okay. 
I got, and, and this will be the last thing because I'm very curious. I've never done it before, but I'm thinking if I have two to three minutes knowing what I know, I'm going to let her talk. I mean, that I'm, is smart. I'm just yeah. going to let her talk. I'm going to say, hey, you know, you know, what do you like? And I'm going to ask questions that, that she knows that I'm interested in her and what she's Correct. all about. It's not that tough. No. Let her, but that, that come, that's the socially awkward thing, I would think. Right. In terms of that, you know. But that is very guys. smart because those are the guys that are usually more successful. The less yeah. you say and the more you listen, oh, yeah. the better. Absolutely. Yes. I mean, that's a, well, it's, I say, I was going to say it's a no brainer, but it's not. You know, there's a lot of clueless guys out there. No idea all about right. that. What? Very, yeah, very clueless. Just another one of those classes they should have had in high school. Oh yeah, uh, oh yeah. Again, sure. that's a, that's a whole other gig in terms of the communicating, which you and I talked about mm-hmm. the communication between uh, guys and girls, and the fact that we do not speak the same language. Mm-hmm. And the best possible thing that could ever happen to me was raising my daughter as a single dad, because mm-hmm. that was brilliant. I learned so much from doing that in the fact that you guys live on a completely different planet than we do. We do. And I, and I, 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 you know, the Rosetta Stone was there. So I was able to kind of see and to diagram the differences. And, and I'll never understand it completely. No guy will. No. But at least the understanding that it is different is a big thing, I think. Huge. And I yeah. try to talk to guys and about that all. That. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, last to kind of wrap this up. Uh, I want to talk about uh, Singleton Moms, first of all, as the, and if people have see, saw the CNN Heroes Awards this past year, Jody was one of the finalists. Yay, Jody. Congratulations. Thank you. That was an awesome experience. It was very awesome. Yeah. Very once in a lifetime type of opportunities. So. Yeah, that was amazing. So, cool. so if you can just kind of throw out what Singleton Moms does and, uh, and then talk about, um, how, how volunteering is such an enriching experience. So Singleton Moms support single parents with cancer all over the valley. Um, our goal is to really provide those basic day-to-day needs that the rest of us kind of sometimes take for granted, like having your house clean or preparing a meal or paying your electric bill. Um, those things all have to be done, but when you're going through cancer treatment, it can just really become um, very difficult to keep up with. So Singleton Moms um, provides this support to these families, and a lot of it is done through volunteer support. Um, people can come into the kitchen and help make a meal or go clean a house or put on a bare necessities drive and collect some laundry detergent and toilet paper and paper towels and, and that kind of a thing that really takes a load off of these these families. And um, we're heavily reliant on volunteers, and it is a great way to come out and do something really worthwhile for your community that's truly impacting these families, but also getting to meet other people who are like-minded like yourself. And, mm-hmm. and are Absolutely, yeah. And things. Mariah and I have been involved with your organization for about four or five years now. Mm-hmm. It's awesome, and we it's love totally it. And awesome. we've met so many fantastic people. And oh, a lot yeah. of times when I was talking to Mariah, it doesn't have to necessarily do with meeting people to date. No, but, just friends. But just friends. Yeah. And then friends that know other people. And mm-hmm. then it's it's such a great group connection and with somebody, uh, with a group of people that ha- are like-minded and are also, uh, they also want to give back, which is a huge, I mean, isn't that the type of guy that every girl yes, wants to, absolutely. you know, somebody with a level of wanting to, you know, give. And, yeah. You know, Not being I'm, totally selfish. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yes. You know, Who cares more about. Um, the community than their car, you know, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so that's why I always say, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna do anything, join a volunteer group. 
mm-hmm. on something that you not not. I mean, if you don't like trees, don't join the Arbor Day Club or whatever. Yeah, no. But join something that you have a level of interest in, and you will be active. And that's one thing I wanted to say is a lot of people do come and join, and they do volunteer. They'll do it once, and then they'll bail. I, I think because they don't have any. I mean, you see that a lot. Oh, a lot. Yeah, I, I would think. Pretty but standard. I, but I think it's yeah. important. Yeah. I think it's important to if you are gonna... well intentioned, but then they might find that they just don't have the time, or they don't prioritize it. They don't make it a right. priority. Yeah, and I think, and, and I think from a balance standpoint, and I know everybody's different, but I always talk to my clients about um, creating a level of balance of giving back mm-hmm. and being connected to your community because that's mm-hmm. really because it's all about relationships. Everything is about relationships. Yes. And not just the honey relationship, the intimate one, but the, the overall, the little ones. Mm-hmm. We and we did a show about that. So, yeah. all right. Well, that's that brings us to the end. So, cool. thank you, Jody. Appreciate it very much. Thank you. That toupee story is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Mariah, thanks again, Millennial Chick. Hey, anything, anything to um, you know? Send us off. Tidbits of knowledge. The pregnancy is going well. Pregnancy is going great. Good. And uh, yeah, can't wait to get this kid out of here. <laughs> That's my tidbit for that, today. That's August. That's August, right? <laughs> Hopefully, maybe July. Okay. Let's just keep... I'm going to ride a horse and eat Mexican and stand on my head. I and don't then, know. And that's, and that's later today. That's later today. You're right. Exactly. We're going to continue that for the next and, and 60 just keep, days. Keep it rolling. And yes. they always say walk the mall, right? Just go walk over and the walk the mall. Sure. You know, just you kill walking. two birds with one stone, right? Shop. Shop, walk. Birth the baby, whatever. Birth the baby. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's plan. Uh, you can find us on javabud.com. You can go to the website. It's got the personal branding stuff. I just got that figured out again, as I say. Uh, it's iTunes and Stitcher and SoundCloud and um, Twitter and all the usual social media stuff. I'm going to think about doing Snapchat, too, although I don't get it. I don't get it. I just, I'm sorry. I, I just don't, I, you know, I'm, and I, maybe I'm showing the Gen X part of me, but... I don't. Yeah, there's I, really no point. So I don't. It's a little it. picture that disappears. Yeah, I don't. I mean, okay, because I'm just uh, so. I'm, so that's my old man part of the show. <laughs> yeah. So thanks everybody for joining us, and we'll talk to you next week. See ya.